Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This is Nightline, the line that's open at the right place at the right moment, and this is Walter O'Keefe. Good evening, good evening, and here's our first Nightline call tonight from Hollywood. Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life. Hey, George, you tell us, what is tonight's secret word? The secret word tonight is face, F-A-C-E. He can spell, too. Huh? You bet your life. The National Broadcasting Company presents Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz show transcribed from Hollywood. Groucho meets our first contestants in just one minute. Forgive my heart, my foolish heart. It won't believe we're through. Folks, this is Nat King Cole. Let's face it. It's one thing to be foolish about your heart when it concerns your romance. But it's quite another thing to be foolish about your heart when it concerns your life. The smart way, of course, is to do all you can to help protect your heart and the hearts of your loved ones from heart disease, our number one health enemy. You can do it by helping to support medical science in its efforts to find the causes of heart disease and its cures. Help turn the tables on heart disease by giving now and giving generously to your local heart association or to heart care of your post office. And here he is, the one, the only... Well, here I am again with a chance for each of our couples to win up to $10,000. And if any of them say the secret word, they'll win an extra $100. George, who's first? Well, Groucho, Irene Schlunecker is waiting to speak to you now, and her partner is a special guest, one whom I think you'll find quite surprising, Mr. Truman Tomlin. So, folks, you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, welcome to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide an extra hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Uh, Truman Schlunecker and Irene Truman. Now, which one? Your name is Schlunecker? No, sir. Your name is Schlunegger? My name is Schlunegger. There isn't anybody named Schlunegger, and you know it. Me! Uh, Zinzi Fahirat? Mm -hmm. To whom? Conrad Schlunegger. Now, what was your maiden name? Spear. And you let go of a name like that to trade it for Schlunegger? You're a brave woman, Irene. And you're uh, Truman Schlunegger, huh? No, sir. You're Truman uh, uh, Talman, uh, yes. Tomlin, huh? Yes, sir. Truman and Schlunegger, huh? <laughs> Sounds like the Democratic ticket in 1948. <laughs> what sort of work do you do, Truman? Uh, for the past ten years, Groucho, I've been in the oil business. Oh. Out here in Los Angeles, I have an office in Beverly Hills. Oh, well, there's a lot of oil in L.A., and most of it comes from the city council. <laughs> well, have you always been in this crooked business? 
Oh, no, sir. I was in uh, show business, Groucho, for... Oh, you were in another crooked business. Yes, sir. (laughs) You've led a pretty shady life, haven't you? I was a singer and uh, wrote several uh, songs. uh, A songwriter? Yes, sir. Truman Tomlin. uh, Tomlin. Oh. Now, just a moment. Are you Pinky Tomlin? Yes, sir. Well, snap my suspenders. I thought you were Carmen Lombardo. (laughs) Truman, I remember you very well. You were the Georgia Gibbs of the 1930s. What was that song you were always singing, the Who's Your Little Hoosers or something? No, Didn't sorry. you write that? Well, no, I think the one you might be thinking about was The Object of My Affection. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, uh, the Object of My Affections. Da, 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 why I'll don't you sing, sing it, Pinky? I'd like to. Thank you. Do you have any particular key that you'd like to sing it in? Uh, I prefer one, yes, sir. I'd yeah, like the key, key of G, please. Key of G? Would yes, you sir. like some oil on the key? That'd help a little bit. <laughs> D7s, George, or something like that. Give him a D7, then. Sing it, George. I'll try, sir. Oh, the object of my affection can change my complexion from white to rosy red. Oh, anytime she holds my hand and tells me that she's mine, baby, all mine. There are many girls who can throw me, some who can fill me with dreams of happiness. Oh, but I know I'll never rest until she says she's mine. Oh, now I'm not afraid that she'll leave me, cause she's not the kind who'll be unfair. But instead I trust her implicitly She can go where she wants to go Do what she wants to do I sure don't care The object of my affection Can change my complexion From white to a rosy red Oh, anytime she holds my hand And tells me that she's mine That song is as good today as it was 25 years ago, and it's a vast improvement over the many songs that you hear now. Bless you. I you. Well, you're both a couple of charmers, and I'm sure you'll get married later on this evening. <laughs> um, I've enjoyed talking to you, Pinky. You wrote some real good songs, and I think you should write more. Thank we need you, more of those. Thank you. Now let's play your better life. You selected plants, animals, and birds. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. Now, all spiders have the same number of legs. How many do they have? Six. Very close. It's eight. Well, that's after three. You now have one wrong. Now, what kind of fruit is a Rome beauty? An apple. I was going to say Lola Lala Brigida. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, an, ap- an, ap- an apple is right. Eh? Well, you're on the right track again. You have one right. What is the proper word for a group of fish? School. School, school is right, yeah. You now have two right. 
What are wrens, thrashes, and finches? They're birds. I thought that was a law firm, huh? That's right. You got a free right. Get the next one right, and the thousand dollars is yours. What do you call a flower that blooms and dies in one season? In other words, it requires replanting each year. Annual. Annual is right. You got four in a row. You win one thousand dollars. Now you've won a thousand dollars. You can keep it and quit, or else you can come back at the end of the show and try to double your money. You may even get a chance at ten thousand. So go over and sit down and think about it. No matter what you decide to do, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Yes, thank you. In just a moment, our second couple will join Groucho to play You Bet Your Life. Are you under 40? Lots of people are. Feeling fine and healthy. Don't Don't press press your luck too far. Don't press your luck. Get polio protected. Get your shots now. Don't wait till it's too late. It takes eight months for shots to be effective. Don't press your luck. Be smart and play it safe. When polio strikes young adults, it strikes the hardest. So whatever you do, Don't press your luck. Make sure everyone in your family is protected. How? By starting on your three shots now. Your doctor or the local health authorities will give you all the information. Don't press your luck. Get your polio shots now. Don't press your luck. Get polio protected. Uh, Groucho, we have Nancy Oots and Frank Sampson on deck. So fortunately, please and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide an extra $100. It's a common word, something you, you will always have with you. Nancy Oots, eh? Where did you get a name like Oots? Well, we traced it back, and it's a German name. We traced it back six or seven generations. Was your father a Quaker? Perhaps it was Quaker Oots. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, certainly can't continue to call you uh, Miss Oots. Uh, shall I just call you Nancy? Now, why don't you call me by my nickname, Tootsie? Oh. How would it be if I'd call you in the morning? Huh? <laughs> Tootsie Ootsie, is that it? Huh? Yeah, Tootsie Oots. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a most unusual name, even for this show. <laughs> Let's see, you're James Frank Oots, is that your name? No, I'm Frank uh, Sampson. Uh, Frank you. Sampson? Yes. Well, you, that name fits you. You look strong and, and hale and hearty. Are you an ex-football player? <clears throat> No, I'm a tree surgeon, Groucho. Oh. A Samson tree service in oh. Beverly Hills. What kind of service do you give the trees? Do you check the tires on the rubber tree, for <coughs> instance? Well, no, ours is uh, uh, kind of a shady business, and I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. And we do everything from uh, trimming trunks to pruning limbs on nice saplings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how did I get into this? <laughs> I suppose you live out of a trunk and you have little branches all over Southern California. Huh? Well, no, we have a sprouting business, but my bill collectors seem to have me out on the limb, and there's a lot of fallout in this organization. You know, you keep this up and somebody's going to hang you from one of your patients. <laughs> I thought we'd never get out of the woods. 
Do you have a job, uh, Tootsie? Yeah, I'm a stewardess for United Airlines. You're a steward with United Airlines? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought they only allowed two drinks to a passenger. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm a stewardess. Oh, you're a oh, yeah. stewardess. I don't hear very well. You know. you see. My collar is too tight. <laughs> you know, if you were actually uh, a stewardess in an airline, as soon as you walked out of here, out here, you'd have put a pillow under my head, shoved a plate of baked chip and a chicken on my lap, and said, <laughs> "said Sorry, we'd be three hours late getting into Salt Lake City." <laughs> No, I wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't? Uh-uh, because I don't fly to Salt Lake City. <laughs> Tootsie, are you for high rock? Sir? <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. Huh? Yeah, you do that. Are you hooked? No, sir. You're not married? No, sir. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, an attractive guy like you. Are you engaged? No, sir. Well, how is it you haven't snagged one of your handsome, wealthy passengers? Well, United doesn't employ married girls. They don't employ married no. girls? Well, how come? Well, a lot of... Most and why of do they call it United? <laughs> That's not the American way. <laughs> why don't they employ married girls? Well, most of the airlines have this rule. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. If all employees adopted that attitude, the human race would disappear in 50 years. Which, at present, it's going to do in 25. <laughs> What's the reason for this uh, old-fashioned and selfish attitude? Well, they figure that if you're married and um, you have to stay over in Denver somewhere, that you'll be concerned about your husband, see? Why should an airline stewardess worry more than any other wife? Well, other wives are home, you see, when their husbands come in. Mm -hmm. That's what you think, eh? <laughs> Good many of them are still at the bingo table. <laughs> Playing for frozen dinners. <laughs> Samson, does your wife worry when you're up there in a plane with a pretty stewardess like Tootsie? Well, I'm not married, Doug Rochelle. You're not married? Well, <laughs> hot diggity dog. Here we go. <laughs> you say you're not married? What kind of a girl are, are you after? Well, a nice uh, feminine type. Feminine. Well, they're the best kind, the feminine. <laughs> Tootsie, would you say that you're the feminine type? For example, do you like to cook? Yeah, I don't cook too well, though. I cook grits real well. <laughs> grits? Yeah. Well, grits are real good. Grits are yeah, good? Yeah, especially in the morning with ham gravy on them, you know, for breakfast. <laughs> I know you Westerners never have heard of that. Listen, anything is good with ham gravy on it. <laughs> Even an old shoe. <laughs> well, you're a nice couple, and uh, my guess is that you'll be married in very short order. <clears throat> you'll hate each other, but uh, you're going to get married anyhow. Well, anyhow, let's see how you work together as a team. Now, you have chosen locations of famous landmarks. You ought to be good at this because you're always traveling mm -hmm. around. Hey, you know Mr. Uh, Fenneman? Yeah, I met him. Uh, you like oh, him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to slip him some grits? <laughs> you think you'd like him? I've never had him, I don't think. Oh, you have him? No. Oh, well? You <laughs> she said if you supply the ham and you've got plenty of that, she'll supply the grits. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask you some questions. If you miss two in a row, you're kaput. 
You know what that means? Yeah, I know. We're out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> if you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. Now, uh, remember your partner, so don't answer uh, before oh, you... Oh, I'm, I'm going to talk to him first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's going to talk to you last, too. <laughs> now, in what city do you find Trafalgar Square? Talk it over. How about uh, Denmark, uh, Oh, I think Denmark is very nice, but uh, obviously that's not the right answer, though. It's, it's London, England. We have one wrong now. Yeah. If you get the next one wrong, you're out of the game. Now, in what city do you find the Arc de Triomphe or Triumph? Uh... In uh, Paris. Uh, that's Paris. right, yeah. Now you're going out one right. In, used to be in Denmark and uh, moved. <laughs> All right. Now, in what country would you find Monte Carlo, the Monte Carlo Resort? In what country? Now, that's been in the news a lot. France? No, I'm sorry. It's Monaco. They moved it from Denmark. <laughs> you now have one wrong. Yeah. Get the next one wrong, and you're out of the game. Okay. Now, in what country would you find the Kiel Canal? K-I-E-L. We've got one wrong. Yes. Should we try Finland? Uh, Finland, uh, no, no, it's Germany. Germany. Well, no. you missed two in a row, yeah, and I did. don't think there was much chance of you getting four in a row right. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's just as well that you leave now. <laughs> we're, we're not, we don't want you to go away broke because we like you personally, but you're real cute, and I hope you two do get married, and I'll you can you. be up in the tree together. Yeah. And... <laughs> I'm going to ask you one question for $100. Is that fair? Yes, fair. Now, this is something different than what we normally do. Now, listen very carefully. I'm going to read your mind. Are you ready? Now, take a number. Don't tell me what it is. Take a number from... You could do it any number, but take a number from 1 to 10 just for convenience. Okay. All right, now double it. Okay. Now, uh, add 8. I thought that would throw him. <laughs> Now, divide it by two, the total that you have. All right? Now, okay. subtract the original number that you started with. Okay. Your answer is four. Is that right? How did you know? Isn't that right? You walked in four. That's one. That's right. That was very good. Well, all right. Now, you win $100. Oh. Give him the money. Oh, okay. Give him the money. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. We'll find out if our first couple will try for $10,000 in just a moment. Music and fun. So your housewives won't be glum. In your kitchen. Going shopping in your car. Just turn the dial. And, and there, there we are. are. Dorothy. Skitch. And me. We're the NBC Bass and Free. Dorothy Olson. I sing. Pop songs and songs with a folk tune ring. Skitch. Henderson is my name, and I lead the band of stars. That's my game. And me, 
I'm Bert Parks, and I'm MC. So tune us in wherever you are, in your home or in your car. We'll make your morning chores a breeze. Just, Just tune us in. in. We, we aim to please. Enjoy 90 minutes of music and fun live on NBC Bandstand weekday mornings over most of these stations. With music and fun. So your housewives won't be glum. In your kitchen. Going shopping in your car. Just turn the dial. And there we are. Dorothy. Skitch. And me. Mr. Fenneman, who wants to get a crack at the money? Well, uh, Irene uh, Schlunegger and uh, Pinky Tomlin are all set to try, and here they are. You won $1,000, now if you decide to try for the 10 and you fail, you wind up with a total of 500 What are you going to do? We're going to take You're going to go ahead, huh? Yes, sir. Pick a number from 1 to 10 and spin the wheel. If any number besides the one you pick comes up, the question is worth 2000 If your number comes up, the question is worth 10 Now, what number do you want? Have you chosen a number? Five. Is that uh, all right with yes, you? Yes, that's well, fine. Give it a turn. Give it a good hard twist. Well, you picked five and it came two, so this question is worth $2,000. Let's see how well you read your newspaper. For 2000 down, tell me who succeeded Charles Wilson as Secretary of Defense in 1957. This is fairly recent. Answer? Take a guess. McLean. Well, you're close with McLean. It's, uh, it's McElroy. Neil H. McElroy. Well, I'm sorry you missed it, but so you wind up with $500 together. It isn't too bad. Congratulations and thanks for being with us. Thank you. Sorry you didn't win more. Thank you, sir. You Bet Your Life is transcribed in Hollywood. Produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jack Meekin. This is George Fenneman reminding you to tune in again next week, same time, same station, to hear the one, the only, Groucho. And see Groucho every Thursday evening on NBC television. You'll Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces around the world. The popular American basso Giorgio Tozzi appears as guest soloist on the telephone hour tonight over most of these NBC stations.